Hi everyone, Asia here. If you'd like an easy way to keep up with everything going on at Here Home, sign up for our email list at weareherehome.com slash subscribe or click the link in the show notes to join the family. Welcome to Here Home, the podcast. I'm recording from the beautiful District Live studios here in Savannah, Georgia. I'm Asia Woods, your resident professional people gatherer and the founder of Here Home, which is a lifestyle brand where we focus on all things home-related. We've got events, we have products, content, resources, the works. On today's episode, my mom and I talk about a book, which sounds kind of funny, but let me explain. We talk about a book called Home Therapy, Interior Design for Increasing Happiness, Boosting Confidence, and Creating Calm, by Anita Yakota, who's a former therapist and psychologist. And this book is truly fascinating. And we really wanted to sit down and record an episode about our findings, introspections about this book. We talk about how the author introduces some really interesting concepts. Some of them being, she has an idea about these different home domains, which are essentially the pillars of how she thinks about homes as forms of therapy. We talk about intention trays, positivity loops, and there's just a lot of content. And I will say right now, we will be doing a part two of this episode, but that will be part of the subscriber-only content. So if you're interested in listening to that part two, be sure you're subscribed to that content. Thank you guys so much for subscribing so far. It's been such a fun time engaging with you all in that space. Um, I can't wait for all the other things we have planned. So be sure to click the link in the show notes. Um, Alrighty, let's get into it. Hope you enjoy this episode. I'm excited about today because um, I feel like we need to give people a backstory about how you found this book. Mm -hmm. I told them probably a little bit about it in the intro. Mm -hmm. You guys, I have no idea. This is a very, this is going to be the first episode that it's just you and me. We haven't done that in a little while. No, we have not. Since last season, have we? We've had a lot of really cool guests on. Yeah, I know. It's been exciting. Um, Yeah, so, you know, I actually, I think I was looking at, you know, every morning I look at like how you know, one of those morning news shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, here I go with the whatevers again. <laughs> I'll try not to say that. Um, <clears throat> and the woman was talking about a book. It was something about books, to new books or something. Was it like for, CBS this morning? Yeah, probably. That. Okay. Yeah, that's what I usually watch. Mm-hmm. Um, she's talking about new books or books that she really liked or whatever. Mm-hmm. And one of them is called Home Therapy. Hmm. And... Like you said in the intro, you know, this woman um, who wrote the book, Anita Yakoda, um, she she's like a psych, um, a, um, what do you call it? I think you told me a psychologist. Yeah, I think she's a psychologist. She's a trained psychologist. But then some kind of way she got into interior design. Okay. But she uses her psychology in her design, right? Mm-hmm. And on how to do people's interiors. And it's, anyways, it's super interesting. And the book is called... Home therapy. Did she write the book almost like a kind of like a how-to or kind of like kind a self helpy type kind of. guide? It's, it's a it's a how-to. Okay. But it's also a little bit kind of self help okay. type of thing. It's it's really cool so far. I haven't finished it yet, so we'll talk more about it later when I complete the whole thing. But mm-hmm. but she says basically like you can't control what happens you know in the outside world, mm-hmm. um, but at home you can you can control what happens in your home, right? Mm-hmm. So you should make your home. In a, a way that, like, when you come into it, you feel 
fulfill, feel fulfilled mm-hmm. and you feel like renewed. You, you get your renewed energy from being in your home totally. or it can be calming energy, like whatever you need, mm-hmm. you can get that from your home. Mm-hmm. And this book kind of walks you through mm-hmm. how to set your home up. You know, in a way that, in a way that yeah, and it doesn't matter. Style doesn't matter. It's like whatever your style is, mm-hmm. you can incorporate these things into that to set your home up. Yeah, to be that therapeutic place for you. Yeah, so, that sounds yeah. cool. And when you told me about <clears throat> when you told me about this book, we had you mentioned like a few points that were interesting, and we were already talking a little bit about it, you know, mm-hmm. offline or whatever. And I was like, oh, we should save this for a podcast episode because. There is so much that we could talk about in here. So that's what we're doing today, just talking about some of the really interesting things that we've learned from this book. Maybe some tips will be helpful for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, this is going to be the first time I'm hearing a lot of this since my mom has been reading it. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to know kind of what you found most interesting in here. Yeah. Well, so, so far, like I'm going through it slowly. Uh-huh. Because for my job, I read all the time. So sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, oh, I don't feel like reading another book. So, um, so I'm going through it slowly and kind of like really um, digesting it and highlighting things and stuff like that. But one of the biggest things that she talks about is um, saying that how like home is the best idea to kind of like or the best place to kind of like form your ideas that you carry with yourself into the world, hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so if we can learn. If we can learn to live in the world the way we live at home, then we should be like just comfortable being in the world, right? Because okay. most people, well, I'm not gonna say most people, but you know, hopefully your home is where you can be like your authentic self, mm-hmm. right? And if you can carry that authentic self when you step out of your home, carry that into the world, then I, like that's great. That's like powerful. Yeah, so it's you, like setting up your foundation. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yep, yep. So you can confidently face like your fears and you know whatever, face everything. Because you know when you go home. You're pissed off when when you're in your own four walls or whatever. You can like be mad, express your emotions and stuff. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people can't do that when they step outside. That's you know? true. And you know, it just you should be able to be yourself wherever. That's true. Can we talk a little bit about? So one of the first things that I was like, oh, we have to bring this onto the podcast. There was something a couple weeks ago you mentioned to me. The idea of was it called positive loops? Was that it? Is that the phrase that you learned about in this oh, book? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about what that was. Wait, let me. I don't want to talk about that yet. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> don't let me hijack your train of thought. No, don't hijack me. Um, <laughs> so she talks about four domains that you have to become aware of to improve your quality of life in, in the modern world. And then once you address all four domains, then you're like your self-esteem will soar and your relationships will grow and, you know, your spirit will be lighter and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Your days will be just better. And, um, you know, of course, I haven't tried these things yet, <laughs> but I plan to. <laughs> so these domains are like uh, kind of her four pillars, I guess. Yeah, or like the four pillars. Yeah. And okay. so so the, do- the domains are like the individual domain and in the I- individual domain. And, and so she talks to you about how to set up your home into these domains. Understood. Okay. So like the the first domain is your individual domain. And then in that domain, you're going to, through designing your home, well, before you start designing your home, she said you have to get to know your authentic self. And you have to kind of like take a look inward. And uh, so the individual domain is like an exploration of who you really are. Okay. What are your hopes? What are your dreams? 
what are your vulnerabilities, like your strengths, your weaknesses, stuff like okay, that. Okay, so that's almost like, so that's not even physical. That's just like Mm-mm. looking inward first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you have to look inward first to know who you are mm-hmm. in order to create the space, right? Okay. Because if I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just super hype person all the time. I'm type A, da 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 I'm going to probably set up my space for that, but that's not really who I am. Uh-huh. Maybe that's who I might want to be, but mm-hmm. that's not who I am. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? So, um, so that in that domain, you just, you identify like your core desires and what motivates you and stuff like that. Um, and then the second domain is your organizational domain. So she talks about how to order your world, mm-hmm. your home. How do you order that to feel safe and secure? Right. Okay. Um, it, so it helps you to, it emphasizes containment and routine so that you can feel soothed mm-hmm. by internal structure. Mm-hmm. I really like that one because I'm one, and, and I'm not a minimalist or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I also don't like a lot of stuff around, but I need it to be, I need it to be organized and structured. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I can't concentrate when there's stuff around. Same. I feel the same way. Yeah. So that, that second domain is like, just, is it solely about organization? Yeah. Okay. And it, it's like to make your home feel highly functional to mm-hmm. you. Okay. Right. What's functional to me may not be highly functional to you. Mm-hmm. I might want to have, I don't know, my shoes lined up in the foyer mm-hmm. because I just, when I'm going out the house, I want to be able to slip my shoes on and go. I, and this is kind of a silly one, but no, you know no, what I'm saying? No, that's a like, good one. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Like setting up things in a way that works for you Correct. to make things easy for you. Right. Yes. Right. So by making your home like really functional, um, she says that you, you'll in turn gain confidence and feel more efficient when you step outside your home. Mm-hmm. So you have, totally. you know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> how many true. times if things are just all like in disarray in your house and then you, you're kind of flustered. If, mm-hmm. you're, if you're a person who can't function in that kind of environment. And then when you, you're flustered and when you walk out of your house, you're not going to automatically just be calm. Yeah. No, you're still flustered. Exactly. And the day is just going to add to that. Yeah. <laughs> And then after that one, she goes into the communal domain and she said that's where your most intimate moments take place mm-hmm. and, and it sets up for how we communicate in the world. I already know. That's my favorite one. Really? I like this one. Yeah. So she said in that part, you'll, you'll, she'll focus on um, practicing greater listening and em- empathy skills for more honest and successful communication. So that's kind of like your safe zone. Mm-hmm. To me, it seems like that's your safe zone. Where it might be a place in your house where that's where you go mm-hmm. in that little safe zone mm-hmm. <laughs> to to honestly communicate. If oh. you have to have a hard conversation with somebody for you to be able to do that, do I need to be in a space that's all wide open and feeling like whatever? Mm-hmm. Or I'm gonna go okay. I'm gonna go in my safe zone, which is with this, which is this chair in the corner mm-hmm. where I have my plants around me and it makes me feel calm for me to have this hard conversation that I need to have. Oh, wow. See, I, I didn't think about that at all. That's not even where my mind went when I where heard communal domain. I was thinking more so like, okay, beyond the individual level and beyond the organizational level, like setting up your home in a way that facilitates mm-hmm. intimate communication it and could moments. Be that too. So I was thinking, for example, this has always been a big thing for me, but, and really I'm kind of going against it now but I have to figure that out. But like for the longest time, like I really wouldn't ever have, and I really don't enjoy having TVs in my bedroom. Yeah. Uh, you never did growing up. That's a funny yeah, thing. Yeah, I never had yeah. one growing up. 
And I really don't like it now, but I do now just because I don't have a better place to put it. But I don't really like it. So I'm going to change that. But also like uh, in the family room, mm-hmm. I really don't like when when couches face the TV, like when the when the TV is the focal point of the living. Oh, space. because when you have people over. Yeah, it's because like, well, you could always have the TV. Off, exactly. Because yeah. like when you have people over and everything's facing the TV. If you're sitting down and the TV's off, it feels like something's missing. Like, it feels like, I mean, dang, should the TV be on or something? Oh, yeah. But if the couches and chairs or whatever are oriented in a way where their people are facing each other, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you sit down and you don't even think, like, oh, we should turn the TV on. And that yeah. facilitates more communication and focus. So, like, that's what I think of more so yeah. when you talk about communal domain. And also just, like, um, like, I love having people over and, like, making tea for them and stuff and just mm-hmm. making cocktails and drink. So like I think about how that stuff is all set out and ready to go for when people swing by and I can like make them something. Like oh, I think just, about those little tangible yeah, things yeah. for when people come so by. So you have that set up already yes. in your kitchen. You might have this little area and later she talks about li- these little um uh what does she call them? Like intention intention trays or mm-hmm. intention spots. Mm-hmm. So in your kitchen you could already have pre-set up your teapot or whatever it is Mm -hmm. all your things for tea make that easily accessible Mm -hmm. so when people come over you can just seamlessly go in there and just like make exactly and and it's not like a big commotion type yeah exactly and it's also set up that way for me like i also feel like i want to host myself in my home so Mm -hmm. like uh yeah like all my tea stuff is always out and the teapot is always ready and cleaned and like ready to go for any moment so Mm -hmm. yeah okay I, li- I like that communal domain. Yeah, yeah. Did she say cool. anything else about that, or was that um, kind of the gist of it? That's 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 it. You know, this this I'm just like laying them out, and then okay. she goes through each domain in depth throughout okay. the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and then the fourth domain is called the renewal domain, and that one is about creating the right energy and environment for your personal rejuvenation. Mm-hmm. You know, um. Because everybody needs time to recharge, yes. right? So where in your house do you go to recharge? I know where you go, I where? think. Um, where? Your bathtub. I love my bathtub so yeah, much. See? Oh, my gosh. Um, so in this domain, she talks about that. She talks about what can you use in this domain. Don't, don't just talk about, think about physical spaces. It could be any, you could live in a, you can live in a studio apartment, but still have these little domains in your in your space. Of course, you could you could be in a college dorm room and have yeah, a little absolutely. space that feels good. But this renewal domain, she's it's you can do that. Re, you can renew. It doesn't have to be a space in your house. It could just be from sound. Mm-hmm. Using sound and light therapy. Mm-hmm. Maybe have your lights dim and have a certain sound on. Or it could be some people really are into crystals. Or mm-hmm. for you, it's your bath ritual. Mm-hmm. Um, me personally, I hate taking baths. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, I shower people. <laughs> Don't get it confused. Don't get it twisted. No. <laughs> um, weighted blankets. Like I like yeah. that. Like, oh, uh-huh. weighted blankets. Having white, having white space. Having a space where everything is covered with stuff. You know. Uh, um, okay. So, just anything that it would take to revitalize your mind and your body, your okay. spirit. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says that's where basically you find time to enjoy the fruits of your labor. From the other domains, mm. and you just relax, mm, you know. Yes. So, yes. anyways, it's really cool, and she says like you use the book kind of like as a toolbox, and um, she even has like this kind of like intake quiz mm. that you to you know, okay. and it's like online somewhere. Well, yeah, where did you order this book? Amazon or something? Uh, yeah, 
Okay. We can put a link to it in the show notes. Yeah, it's really so cool. And you take the it. intake quiz to kind of like find out some of these things. Because, you know, if you're like, okay, find out who you who you are, you're, that's kind of therapy stuff, right? I don't know who I am. Like, I think I know who I am. <laughs> yeah. But then when you dig deep, do I really know who I am? Uh-huh. Um, you know, so she takes you through those kind of, it's like this kind of a long questionnaire thing that you do to find out like where you are. Yeah. And then you can, and then you dive into all these, you know, in depth into each of the of the um domains domains yeah. i have a quick question mm-hmm. does she mention like who this book is for like does she is it kind of like we recommend getting this book if you're just feeling unsettled no you know what I, mean? I don't think it like, said anything like that I okay so it's just for know. anybody I mean, maybe maybe i read it just feels remember. like they could use this yeah okay absolutely got it you know because a lot of people are like you know yeah you know i never okay for instance for instance this is a good one for instance how I always, I'm trying not to do that now, but, you know, I always felt like my space was temporary. So I think mm-hmm. subconsciously I didn't do certain things mm-hmm. in my space because I didn't feel like it was a permanent space. Permanent as in this is home and I'm just going to stay here. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't, that's a bad way to think about things. I think no matter, no matter if you're there for, you know, oh, I'm going to only live here one year. Mm-hmm. Well, you should still make set up these domains in that space mm-hmm. because you're still going to be there a year. You know what yeah, I mean? You that's... can't just like temporarily put on hold everything having to do with your space because you're not going to be there long. Yeah. I feel like that's been that, that's been a huge takeaway that we've learned from this podcast so mm-hmm. far that all like a lot of the guests that we talk to who have found who just feel really grounded always say that like they don't think about the physical space there as temporary mm-hmm. all they know is that they're there now mm-hmm. and so that's home mm-hmm. okay so yeah so she talks about that another thing that i read that i really liked is she's talking about these setting up these uh intention trays mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be a physical tray it can be a little a little space on your counter or okay. whatever um so she's talking about how like you know, we're bombarded with images, TV, social media, um, and it's images that don't serve us, right? We're bombarded with those things. And, but she says, like, your home is the environment that you, the one environment that you can control, mm-hmm. like, completely control that environment. And so these little intention trays are an empowering way to harness your own space and make it a place that serves your goals and needs. And, like, you set up these little spaces. Okay, like your intention. Um, she tells you how to... How when to you s- say intention, is mm-hmm. it like you go to this space it's, no, when it's, you're setting your own no, intention? No, it's something that you see, right? Okay, okay. So, so, for instance, um, you decide what your intention is. Okay, you want to start... Maybe you want to start journaling. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what, something that you really want to do and you just haven't gotten it together and you don't do it consistently or whatever it is. Um. So you find a space for that. Okay, where do you want to journal? Is it going to be like right here in your bedroom when you wake up in the morning? Okay, if that's where it is, then you set up a little spot on your nightstand, let's say, that's going to help you to facilitate that, right? Yeah. So on your Inspire nightstand, you yeah. Okay. So on your nightstand, you're going to set up this little tray with this pretty, really pretty journal, a nice pen, maybe a candle, and some flowers or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So when you wake up in the morning, 
and and don't have all this other junk on your nightstand. <laughs> have just that. Okay. So, then so you when shouldn't you, have like a half drink water, yeah, no. <laughs> a sleep medicine. Put that somewhere else, no. <laughs> and then so when you wake up in the morning, you're going to look and you're going to see that beautiful little tray, mm-hmm. that beautiful little tray that's set up for you on your nightstand. And mm-hmm. you're going to be like, oh, oh yeah. You're going to see it because it's beautiful. It's pretty. You have yeah. to set. And she tells you how to set them up. Okay. And so it'll just look really nice and pretty and it'll just make you want to pick up that journal and journal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Instead of just having that that journal like in the drawer somewhere or in the living room when you wake up and now you got to go get it. and You know, it just. Okay, Having I get your spaces it. fixed up. Okay, this is one that I'm going to do. What? My, one of my intentions. And you can have these little intention trays or spots throughout your home. Mm-hmm. I have two that I'm going to do in my house. Okay. One is exercise. Okay. I am terrible at exercise. I am consistent <laughs> for like two weeks and then I drop off and I don't do it. I, my intention, what mm-hmm. I would love to do is be able to be one of those morning exercisers. And I'm not a morning person. But okay. what I want to be able to do is just wake up and I want to exercise. I want to get on my, I have a, a Peloton. I want to get on that Peloton in the morning. Okay. And just get it out of the way. Normally I do it like after, normally I do it after work, mm-hmm. but if I have to do something after work, it, it just blows it out of the water because I'm like, oh, then I've missed my exercise because I have to go yeah. do X, Y, and Z. But if I've done it in the morning, I don't have to worry about it. Right? Yeah. So even though you're not a morning person, you want to yeah. do it in the morning? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I think That'll it won't work take a lot. schedule. Like I think if I can just get up 30 minutes earlier, that's uh-huh. all I need to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I am quick to talk myself out of it. Like, <laughs> don't I know? Yeah, don't you guys, you, know. you guys, she's quick to talk herself <laughs> out of literally anything. <laughs> so what I'm going to do, my little intention mm-hmm. thing is I'm going to make it easy on myself. Right. So I'm going to move my bike into my bedroom and just okay. put it in a corner of the bedroom. That's not going to be an eyesore. No. OK. And um, I'm not going to just start hanging clothes on it now. <laughs> OK, that, that's exactly what I'm thinking no, about you. No, doing. I'm not. <laughs> and so I'm going to set up my broom. An, an area in my bedroom to where I can do what I want to do. So I'm going to have my rug mm-hmm. where I can just like get out of bed, wake up, get out. Because a lot of times I'm up. I just don't get out of the bed. Yeah. Because right now my bike is in a room across the house. So yeah. I'm not going to get up, go walk across. I don't know. I just I just can't. And it's it. like cold. And yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to get up. I'm going to roll out of bed and I'm going to roll onto the floor. Because I have it. No, listen. Okay. Because I have my rug and everything set up. You're going to roll? And I'm going to do my way? stretches. Yeah. I'm going to do my like stretches. duck and roll out of the bed? Yep. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm going to get up and I'm going to get on my bike. And I'm going to do I'm gonna do it. And another thing she says, mm-hmm. like, don't set yourself up for failure, right? Don't think about, oh, I'm going to be on this bike for 30 minutes and da-da-da-da-da. She's like, guess what? Do it for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Just do it for 10 minutes. Yeah. And then- You feel like you accomplished something. Okay. I got out of the bed. I stretched and I was on my back for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. She said, before you know it, you're going to be stretching that out to, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. And probably once you're on the bike and going for five minutes, you're going to be like, oh, I can do a 25 minute or whatever. So, you know. And maybe not. Maybe not at first, but it will get to that. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I like that. She she talks about setting up your areas where you can do where it for it makes it easy on yourself to do what you intend to do, for right? Sure. So you're not mad at yourself. For sure. Um, another thing, and it could be things that you want to tackle, but you're afraid of, right? For me, and you know this, I don't mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't like the kitchen. Like I don't, I love the kitchen. I love kitchen gadgets. You don't but like? Cooking. I don't like to cook. Yes. Why do I not like to cook? Because I'm intimidated by cooking. 
I don't know why. Just, okay. you know, I don't like to try something. It doesn't come out right. Then I feel like I've wasted my time. I've wasted all these <laughs> ingredients. I've wasted mm-hmm. all this stuff, right? So, um, so one of the things I'm going to set up in the kitchen, a little spot where it's going to make it easy for me to go in there and not be intimidated by it. Okay. You know? What's that going to look like? I, I'm, I'm not sure yet. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure yet. Mm-hmm. Just set up a spot that has like, okay, one of my things I decided that I want, I really would like to do because I keep thinking about it mm-hmm. is baking. I want to try baking. Mm-hmm. I think I'll be a good baker because I have to measure every single thing because I'm afraid of messing <laughs> something up, right? Yeah. But in baking, you have to measure everything. Yeah, yeah. Or you will mess it's it up. Very calculated. So I'm like, okay, this will work for me. So I'm going to set up my little area with uh, with baking stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll work for you. you yeah. Know, you know what else? You could put like, uh, I don't know if you already have like, cookbooks have such beautiful covers, but like put some cookbooks yes, exactly. out and like a little like cookbook one. stand Just thing one or... on a cookbook stand, yeah. turn to a page of something that I want to try. Yeah. And I actually did that. I actually mm-hmm. did that, what was it, a couple weeks ago. And oh, I made bread? that bread. I made that bread. Yeah, and it was great. And I kept looking at this recipe. I kept looking at it. And I'm like, I think I can do this. And mm-hmm. it was gluten-free. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to try it. And I'm not going to get frustrated. If I mess it up, I'm not going to get frustrated. I'm just going to try it again. Because she also talks about that. Mm-hmm. Why do you think you can just try something for the first time and be perfect at it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, why? you got to practice. Uh-huh. Right? So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do it. And if I mess it up, I'll just try it again. Yes. And that's what I did. And the first time I... <laughs> was it messed up? Well, I didn't get very far before I realized I messed up. So I'm like, oh. nope, I'm just going to dump it out and start over. So I did. Yeah. And it came out great. And was the first... Did that frustrate you? Or you were like, I'm never doing this? Or were you like, okay, no, this is no, part of the I was process. Okay. Yeah. I was okay because I already, I already had set in my mind that, okay, if I mess up, I'm giving my permission, myself permission yeah. <clears throat> to mess up and start over and, okay. not, and not be upset about it. Uh-huh. So... You know, hmm. I like this intention. Anyways, and then idea. it came out great, thank God. Because if it didn't, <laughs> then I might have been frustrated. But anyways, uh, yeah. So now I'm like, ooh, I want to try something else. Interesting. But, um, yeah, Interesting. it's just it's just so cool. And she gave it exam. You know, she gives examples of these intention trays. She talks about how to, um, you know, where to put them, how to set them up, and they have to be pretty. It can't just be a bunch of stuff. And she she tells you. How to make it up, you know, to, so yeah. it'll be nice. And she doesn't tell you what to put on it, but mm-hmm. she's saying, you know, something that's this and that, and you know. Okay, yeah, she gives yeah. you kind of like the components that you yeah, can include exactly. in the space. Um, yeah, but then you know, she goes into that, and she goes into unearthing your limiting beliefs and that whole thing about the kitchen and not being able to cook. Mm-hmm. That was a limiting belief that mm-hmm. I had for myself. I, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. That's a limiting belief. Mm-hmm. So how do you set up something to, you know, push you crack through that? that like, open. Yeah, crack that open. That's it's. I can totally see how, you know, she's a psychologist and yeah. whatever, because that's like limiting beliefs, I feel like, is a very therapy like phrase that yeah. we always yeah. hear. Yeah. It oh, is. Yes. And this is another thing for um, talking about the limiting beliefs. And she's, she talks about confronting, you know, your limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. Another one of mine, one was I can't I can't cook or bake or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was one, my one. Another one. It w- is like. I'm afraid of messing things up, like in the house. Okay, when I oh, try. Oh yeah, to do we things. talked about this a little yes. bit. Yes, uh-huh. and she talks about that. And and one of the things she talks about, and it's my thing. It's like she hadn't hung a single painting, um, and well, one of her, this person was telling her this, like I hadn't hung a single painting in my house. And then when she went to therapy, she realized that she was afraid of ruining everything. 
Okay. So she didn't do anything. Like, like, like uh, putting holes the wall. in the wall. Yeah, or, okay, exactly. I didn't do it right. So, you know, mm-hmm. and then I have this hole in the wall and then, you know, whatever. Then what? Uh-huh. Yeah. So stuff like that. And she's like, you know what? Making mistakes. Um, well, actually, no, I think she's talking about herself here. And she, because she was a psychologist, became an interior designer. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know. When you mess up, it's not a big deal. You can fix it, right? Yeah. Anything can be fixed. So, even even if you're renting, yeah, because like when I, you painted your apartment, <laughs> yes. I have been known for every place that I rented before. I'm always in there painting walls, and to be honest, putting holes in walls too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's <laughs> that's bad advice or not. As long as it's minimal and you know that you can find a way to fix it, um. Which I always did, and I always got my security deposit back. So, yeah. Now you have to make sure it's something that you can fix. Like, for yeah. instance, don't put a big hole in your, don't bust down a big piece of your drywall. Yeah, to, no, 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 no. You know You're not going to be like removing walls yeah. and stuff. But like I mean, painting. like minor holes and hanging stuff. You can always find a way to just like fill that in easily. You mm-hmm. can repaint over things. Yeah, yeah, like your your apartments, your last two apartments, mm-hmm. you painted like a whole wall, like really dark. Yep. And I was just like, oh, my God, you know, you're going to have to paint that back before you yeah, move. Yeah, and I would. And, and yeah, I would just paint just one don't. accent wall just mm-hmm. so I wouldn't have to paint the whole place again. But, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So she was talking about, you know, um, giving herself permission to mess up. And then she and you can do it in your home without people judging you. Right. A lot of people don't like to try things outside of their homes because people are around and people are judging you. Mm-hmm. So. Do it inside your house. Try things inside your house mm-hmm. where there's nobody judging you. It's going to give you confidence, right, mm-hmm. to do, oh, yeah, I can do that. I did it before. You yeah. know, and you work it out when nobody's watching you, mm-hmm. you know. And, so. I mean, that, that little bit about no one's judging you. Like, I know, I know you said, like, you were nervous to do stuff in the house because, like, if you live with someone who's more particular uh, yeah. about their mm-hmm. design yes. <laughs> style, yes. it's like maybe you have to figure that out too, right? Like, maybe do you just have your own, like, your, your office in your house, mom, like, is so you and mm-hmm. that was just your space to do whatever you know yeah but so I even do if it. you don't I told have... dad to do it i told him what he wanted and he did it but no i thought you're talking about your office all colorful and stuff no i design i i i knew what i wanted but dad actually did everything like oh he's well, well if he that. executed your idea that's fine yeah. but i'm just saying like uh it might not not always be the case where you're at home and you feel like you're not going to be judged by it because yeah you could live with someone who's like oh, i don't like that i don't uh, like this yeah, or whatever that just happened to me actually <laughs> so like if that's the case you know i think probably people can like find a space within their house even where they have full reign full creative yeah. control mm-hmm. to execute stuff how you want to yeah yeah at least try to have that yeah exactly and you know my thing was that i recently did was i hung some baskets on the wall that looked great. And yeah. And it's like, okay, so I did let dad kind of like, okay, so <laughs> I went to Morocco and bought a rug, bought some different things. Mm-hmm. And on this, we have this one big blank wall in the house. Mm-hmm. And I wanted that rug hung on the wall. So anyway, I knew I what, what I wanted. I had it in my mind. And then, so we hung it up, but it wasn't hanging quite right. And then dad was like, oh, I have to build a frame for it, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. So anyways, it's hanging up there and it looks good. But then it's like, mm, do I need something else on the wall as well? I'm mm-hmm. not sure. So I have these, these baskets that, are, that um, are from Africa. And anyway, 
they're really cool and they kind of like go well with this rug. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to hang kind of these baskets around on either side of the rug. And I wanted them there. Like I could see it. It would look so good. But your dad, I let him convince me that, oh, no, don't put it there because it's going to be too crowded. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a minimalist, right? Yes. You guys' so, styles are very, very different. different. Yeah. So I wanted them there. and I could see it so well. Mm-hmm. And but I let him convince me not to even put him up there and try it yeah. because no, 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 it's going to look too crowded. So that I didn't do it. And then I put them in on another wall. But I still put them in the same room. And it looks good the way it is. Yeah. Although if I had my way. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, some compromise. So we some do compromise, yeah, because I still put them up on a different wall, okay. and you know, and I did it myself. I didn't have him hang it. Usually, Great. I'm like, okay, can you put these there? And I gotta mm-hmm. wait till he gets around to it. No, I'm like, no, I'm gonna do this myself. Exactly, because that's also how you learn stuff and exactly. get more confidence. And guess in doing what? Home stuff I put around. the holes in the wall in the wrong space. Yeah, but I knew just go get the putty, cover, yeah, it, cover over, it over, and it was like nothing. Like, okay, I could do it. So mm-hmm. you know, it, it became a. Limiting, I was limited, and now it's like, okay, well, I can do it. And guess what? Hmm. I'm unlimited now, and I can put holes <laughs> wherever I want to because I know how to fix them. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Anyway. I like that point. Okay, mm-hmm. what is like one or two other? I think we got a couple minutes. What are one or two other like interesting things? Um, she said like, wait, are we going to talk about the positive, the positivity loops? Is that what it was called? Oh man, because that yeah. was just Let like such to... a good one. Uh, I, to, I can remember what you told me about Tell me it. because I'm trying to remember where. So a couple weeks ago, you were telling me about how she was, I, th- I think they were called positivity loops. Yeah, I think so. Or where loops, kind of loops. If you notice an area of your house that is always like causing you annoyance, frustration, you've got to find a way to like rebuild that, that space. Mm-hmm. And it could be a lot of things. And I had a personal example. So like for me, something that irritates me to no end I hate doing laundry so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the process of like, you know, putting stuff in the wash and the dry. That's no big deal. But like I found my room always getting cluttered with like clean clothes that I would take out of the dryer and so just, just lay on the like bed, put in the basket. Yes, yeah, like the folding, hanging. It's so annoying to me. I can't stand it. And so then it would make me annoyed because I would go into my bedroom and lo and behold, clearly there's stuff everywhere because mm-hmm. I haven't been putting stuff away. I don't like and your bedroom. I don't <laughs> like it a lot of the time, too. But honestly, it's better these days because what I had to do was change, a, create a, a positivity loop there, right? Like, so it's, okay, what in this space is not working? Like, I need to make this space conducive. So it's like, make it makes it easier to do this chore that mm-hmm. I can't stand. Mm-hmm. So step one was like, okay, the reason I don't like putting stuff away is because Nothing has a spot. My closet is kind of unfinished. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's like when I fold stuff or hang stuff up, it just like goes wherever and it just like gets messy quickly. So mm-hmm. the first thing was like I need to organize my closet so it's like more structured and everything has a spot. Mm-hmm. So then I took a day, cleaned out, first of all, tons of stuff in my closet because also there was way too much stuff in there that I never wore and never used. So that was step one. Donated it to Goodwill. And then I would take some of it to, like, a local consignment store. So that was step one. Then uh, step two was removing the basket that I kept in my bedroom Mm -hmm. for no reason. Like, I had it there literally just to collect clothes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, like, if I remove that basket and put it somewhere else in the house, it eliminates that issue completely, right? Because I can't just put my stuff on my bed. I mean, I guess I could, but I would not want to do that. So got rid of the basket. So then I have no choice but when the clothes are coming out of the dryer to immediately if not sooner after fold stuff hang it 
put it away because there's really no places for it to sit and stay anywhere now. Mm-hmm. So like I liked that idea that uh, that she kind of introduced of like how can you create more positivity cycles in order to make those annoying chores or just those little things in your life that you can't get to mm-hmm. a lot easier. Uh, and I could think of so many examples like that. Like I feel like also I mean I was kind of similar with you and like the working out thing. Yeah. But ever since I turned my garage into a gym and it's like. I love that space so much. Makes it so easy. I'm always excited to go into there because mm-hmm. it looks great. It feels good. So I just really like that concept of like thinking about their pain points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you think about it, not even necessarily uh, home centric, but think about anything. It could be like you feel like you just can't focus at home. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what can you do to change the little steps to make yourself yeah. focus more in your office exactly. or whatever? But I yeah. love that point that she talked about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so talking about that and the loops that she's talking about, I'm not going to go into that because I'm still kind of like reading about that right now. Yeah. But, you know, when you find yourself on these loops, and I think a lot of us do that, loop being just like a routine yes. that we might not even be aware of. So we do a lot of things, right? But we might be doing a lot of the same things. Like um, she talks about this this woman and her daughter and how like the, the woman's husband passed away or something. And so her daughter was like, oh, for safety, I'm going to you know, get one of the tracking apps like the, okay. what is it, Home 360, home, Life whatever, 360. Life 360 or whatever, mm-hmm. just so, you know, so I know where you are, I know you're safe and blah, 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 blah. So they both decided, oh, we're going to get these apps and know where each other, you know, um, where, where we are. And so, so she said she, um, you know, they got together and the daughter asked the mom, oh, you know, you're liking the app? And the mom was like, yeah, you know, I like it, but it's, but it's kind of boring. Mm-hmm. She's like, what do you mean it's boring? I mean, it's not like an, an interactive thing, <laughs> yeah. you know? She's like, no, but I just realized, like, we do the same things all the time. We do the oh, same things. Uh-huh. Like, um, like said, so she's just looking at where they're going yeah, and just saying, yeah. we're just like, okay, she got said, it. It's always the same thing. She said, they go to, they each went to the same places every day. Work, <laughs> gym, home, restaurant, home. Mm-hmm. On the weekends, they went to the same brunch spots. They'd have brunch on the mm-hmm. weekends. They always would go to the same brunch spots. Mm-hmm. Um, the the daughter hosted every Friday. She had a little dinner party mm-hmm. every single Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it's so, so they realized that they did the same thing all the time. But they were like, oh, we're really busy. We do a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. But you're doing the same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, oh, my gosh, we didn't really realize this. Well, we're like in this loop. Mm-hmm. You know, we're doing the same thing. Let's break out of this loop. Mm. So it's like, okay, we can, okay, we're going to go to brunch. We can still go to brunch, but let's go to a place we've never been to. You know, let's just kind of break that. Let's do it different. Mm-hmm. Or maybe instead of me having this dinner party every Friday, I'm going to just do something completely different. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have a dinner party on Friday. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, whatever. But she talks about how we find ourselves in this loop. And I can totally get that. So that's different than the positivity. This is separate from this the thing I was talking about. separate. It's, it's just how to break out of these loops. Okay, how to break out of, like, boring cycles that yeah, you find yourself yeah. in? Yeah, okay. And it could be a loop that you're in inside your home. Okay. So there's a home loop where you do the same oh, things okay. all the time in your house. Got it. You know what I mean? Got it. Um. Yeah, like you get home from work, you sit on the couch, you watch the show, you do this thing, which I don't know. I mean, is that necessarily bad? Because, well, honestly, a big part a of it finds but it's, this is why it's bad because she says, okay, behavior mm-hmm. um, reinforces thoughts, okay. right? Thoughts create feelings, mm-hmm. feelings create behavior. And you could be stuck in that little loop where yeah. you're doing something, some kind of behavior makes you think of something. That thing uh, creates a feeling. In you. This is total therapist talk. Yes. And then yeah. that feeling 
creates a behavior that okay. you do. And you're just in that little loop. And it could be a, a lot of times it's destructive or it's not helping you. It's not serving you. Right. Mm -hmm. So how do you. You're going to have these loops, but how do you make it into a positive loop? Okay, I you understand. Know? Got so. it. So it's like you're doing the same things. Are you, like, reflecting on those things and seeing, like, if these loops are helping you or just keeping you where you are, basically? Yes. So it's like yeah. optimizing are you growing? things. Are you, okay. Yes, yes. And you wonder, well, dang, I'm not growing. I'm not. Okay, I have this whole, my, my loop and my mm -hmm. home loop, and honestly, I can tell you, mm -hmm. And I'm, and I'm stuck in this loop and I'm trying to get out of it because what I is, don't like being in this loop. It's just like I and, and it's hard because I work from home. Right. Yeah. So I get up in the morning. I mean, I get up, like roll out of bed and walk across the house into my office. Mm -hmm. And then I, I work, work, work. Mm -hmm. I get up mid about between 1230, 130. Mm -hmm. Take the dog for a walk. Come back. Go back in my office. Even this way you're describing it sounds very boring. Yeah, That's how you feel it about really it. It really is. <laughs> and then come back and work until I'm done working for the day. Mm -hmm. I go from my office onto the couch yeah. and turn on the TV because at this point I just need to like let my brain rest. Mm -hmm. Turn on the TV. Dad makes dinner. Mm -hmm. We eat. And I'm in front of the TV until it's time to go to bed. And that's my loop that I'm on, mm -hmm. honestly, honestly. And I can't stand it. Yeah. And I remember times where, man, you know, I remember times when we used to actually go out after work. Mm -hmm. We had energy to do things after work. And I just don't anymore. And then the weekend comes. Mm -hmm. And then because I've been lazy all week, I really don't feel like doing much on the weekends either. You know what's funny about you saying this is last week, I don't know if I listened to this on another podcast somewhere or where I heard this, but it was somebody talking, oh, I think it was a podcast. It was talking about... um people are really focusing on how to make your life feel longer. Mm -hmm. And they were saying that the key to that is finding, uh, like, not spontaneity, but um, just doing different things all mm -hmm. the time. Not, mm -hmm. be, not being on that loop is what yes. you're saying. Because when you have to add some diversity to absolutely. your day. Because, like, when you do things that are out of your norm, that sticks out in your mind and you remember it, you know? And, yeah. like, if you do the same thing for a whole week straight and somebody on Friday is like, how was your week? You're like, I don't even know. I just did the and same thing me. all the time. That's yeah. me. Yeah. And it makes time go by really fast. Yes. Right? Because I'm on that loop mm -hmm. and it's Monday and it's Friday. And it's Monday and it's Friday. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I'm not living in between. Yeah. So I have Monday, Friday, Monday, Friday, boom, next month. Yeah. Before you know it, for me, it feels like, dang, we're at the end of the year. How did that happen? I didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so does she say kind of like in order to combat that, like you, oh, is that how she kind of loops in the she, idea of like set up the things yes. in your house to make, yeah, it's all, empower you yes. to change up and yes. live your best life yes. essentially. And I'm so kind of telling of it to okay. you all like, you know jagged but she lays everything out so well in this book yeah and um yeah man it's just great she she goes on to s practicing accountability in your house yeah she and she talks about every nook and cranny she talks about how to do stuff in the laundry room how to do stuff in the kitchen entryway like she goes through every little uh part of so safe to say your you're home. enjoying this book a yes. lot so anyways I will come back to you when I finish it. I still have quite a ways to go <laughs> yeah, we'll um, do like because a part I'm going two. slowly and I'm highlighting things. I'm really trying to like absorb it, mm -hmm. but um, and also trying to put things into practice as I'm reading. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Anyway. Well, that's cool. That's helpful. Well, thanks. I'm I'm happy you agreed to do this with mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. So again, this book is called Home Therapy, and I'll we'll tag it or we'll share the link to it in the yes, show notes so absolutely. you guys can take a look Home at it. Home Therapy: you're Interior Design for Increasing Happiness, Boosting Confidence, and Creating Calm. 
love it love it okay yeah we'll have to come back with a part two so you can talk about just how the things have gone Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. cool so what else is happening what is anything exciting in your world Uh, i feel like i talked a lot i mean well i mean i learned a lot Mm -hmm. let's see i don't know well people are probably listening to this in the springtime but um you guys can't see this but right now i'm wearing an eagles hat um because today is the super bowl and so hopefully future me will be happy that the Eagles won the Super Bowl. If not, we'll just ignore this conversation happening at all yes. because my good luck hat did not work. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm excited about today. Mm-hmm. Having a little Super Bowl party. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What about you? Um, same. I'm excited, same. excited to have people over mm-hmm. and um, yeah, just kind of having fun. Cool. Thanks, Tate. All right. <laughs> See ya. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Hear Home, the podcast. If you love this episode just as much as we have, please give us a five-star review on whatever streaming platform you're listening to right now. It really helps us continue to reach the audiences who are craving these conversations. We'll see you over on Instagram at We Are Hear Home in the meantime. And that's all for now. Bye. Bye.